So let's just turn it in your Bibles um, to Ephesians 3 and 20. says, Now to him, I'm going to read it for you, is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Now, for years, I did not understand the last part, the power that worketh in us. But now that God has given us a fresh revelation, knowledge of understanding, that the power that worketh in us is exceeding power, abundant power, a power that go above every situation, every circumstances. It works in us when we open up our mouth and speak the word. We release exceeding power. We release abundant power. We release power to go above any problem, any situation, any circumstance. That power, that, that surpassing power, that power that you cannot measure, that power goes out from us. We have that power. We will never get any more power is to be given. Everything that we need to live a victorious life is dwelling in you now. Not tomorrow, not next day. It's in you now. Now it is in you. We are awesome people. I, I, I kind of, you know, took uh, the devil because he kept this hidden from us. That all the time we tried to pray down power. We tried to shout down power. We tried to sing down power. But the power was already in us. All we need to do is release what was already in us. He said, according to the power, what power are you talking about? He's talking about that exceeding power. The power to surpass any problem. The power to go beyond any situation that dwell in us. Abundant power, overflowing power, all the power that you would ever need, would ever want, and ever to come dwelling us. That power. Power to live above every situation, every circumstance. We have that power to go and live above problems. Problems should never, ever, ever take us down because we have the power dwelling in us. Above, far above. We have that power. But you know, we've been trying to get the power. Fling it down, shout it down. But it's already there. Dwelling in you. It said according to power. What power are you talking about? The power that you just mentioned. Dwelling in us. But we have to speak it out. So today we will focus on the power that works in us. You're not having any uh, spiritual victory. It's because your power is not working in us. You going through any situation, any problem, the power is not working in you. But you have it. It's up to you to work it. That's just like someone to break into your house. You have four shotguns in there. And you're so saved and so holy, you can't shoot the gun. Why do you have them? Just to look at, they are to be used when you need them. Right? I <laughs> said, thank you, Jesus. The Lord help me. God said, you got the gun, pull it. That's the help, the energy, the power that I've given you. And that's just like 
The enemy comes upon us, telling us lies and playing with our emotions. And all the time we had the power in the name of Jesus, the Bible said, Paul said, though I walk in the flesh, I do not war out of the flesh because I know where my power comes from. For the weapon of my warfare, my God Almighty, is not a physical weapon, but it's a spiritual weapon. What you talking about, Paul? I'm going to pull out that stronghold of that evil thought. I'm going to cast out that evil imagination. And every demon and every principality that exalts themselves against the knowledge of God, guess what? I have power growing in me to pull that down. Cast it down in the name of Jesus. Seek to no demon, no principality. I'm not begging them to leave. They're begging me to stop. Tell a kid doing absolutely nothing with a Christian that know who they are and use their lips to speak what God has already done. It's over. It's finished. It's over. Everything that we need has been accomplished. When he said it is finished, power that works in us. I understand Proverbs 18 and verse 21 says, Dr. Betty, it's up to you. You make this choice. You want to live a defeated life, you can. Keep speaking negative words. Keep talking the problem. You will live a defeated life because you are no match for talking your problem. Your problem will suck your emotion down. You'll get so carried away, you have a nervous breakdown when you start talking about your problem. He says that death and life are in the power of your tongue. Your tongue. I think every person in here today have a tongue. And every person that listens to me today have a tongue. To be used, not to fuss all the time. <laughs> Cut out some of your complaining and you and use it to benefit you. Complaining over open the doors to the enemy to come in and work your emotion over that. Take your imagination. But the tongue, God said, you have a choice. One thing I love about God, he will not make you. He will present it to you. It's up to you to make the choice whether you want to use it or not. Or not. It's up to you. God said, you choose. Do you want death? Do you want life? What do you want? If you want life, why do you keep speaking death? You know, we speak negative words on the situation, but yet we want God to do something. God said, wait a minute, you sound like an a, 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 a unstable person. You're unstable in all your ways. What do you want me to really do? You prayed the answer yesterday, today you're talking the problem. Make up your mind. What do you want? Uh, you prayed the problem, and because you did not see physical results, you start talking the problem. But did I tell you to look not on the thing which are seen? They're going to temper, they're going to pass away. Can't you stay there when you pray your prayer and ask God to help you? God will not help you as long as you talk the problem. You can pray all night long, all day long, and you get up and talk the problem. God's not going to do anything. Why? You do not believe your own prayers. See, God, God, one thing about God, he doesn't take too, too happy 
opinion. He's not too happy when we ask him, ask him for something and we keep complaining about it. Make up your mind. That's why he said, you're unstable in all your ways. Okay, he said, death and life are in the power of your tongue. It is not a deep revelation knowledge that we cannot understand this. We all know we have a tongue. And the Bible said that tongue is terrible. It can set a whole course on fire. It's just that powerful. He said the tongue. <laughs> Life and death are in the power of the tongue. And I, you know this part. He said, Dr. Betty, if you love to speak negative words, you will eat the fruit of negative results. He said, and they that love it, love what? Love to speak death. I love to speak life. You shall eat the fruit of what you've been speaking. You might want a lot of stuff, but what are you saying? You say, oh, I want this. Yeah, but your conversation is though you don't want absolutely nothing in life. God love you, but he will not violate his law. Plain. He said, they shall eat the, eat the fruit of defeat. What you want? The fruit of healing, the fruit of victory, the tongue power, listen to this, the tongue power, doesn't this come from the tongue? You know how you start your car, but the car just don't run until you start it up. It had to put some gas in it, right? Without gas, the car will not run. But everything that it needs is there. But until you put the metal to the pellet and gas is in it, it'll move. But other than that, if you have no gas, don't care how much you put the metal to the pellet, God said, I need some gas. It's not said, I'm not broke. The Holy Spirit said, I'm not like a power in you. I haven't seen the power in you. I just need you to open your mouth and release it. That's all I need you to do. I need you to say something to the problem, not just sit there and let the problem make you belly ache and mourn and cry. Why don't you open your mouth and speak what God said about the problem? He said the power, the power that dwells in your flesh is negative power. He said the tongue power comes from the power that dwells in your flesh. See, one thing about your tongue, he said, whatever you want to say, I'll form it. I don't have no problem. I like both. You know how some people can hang with anybody in any place and say, that don't even bother me. Right? The tongue said, you know what? You want to cut somebody out today? The tongue said, I'll form the words for you. It's giving me the power. <laughs> and tongue don't never say, mm-hmm. Tell the truth and shame the devil. Tell the truth and shame the devil. Then the next time the tongue said, let's sing praises to God. <laughs> what, what you want me to do? Whatever. You have the power. You control me. I do not control you. I'll just speak what you want and what you say. You give me the power to speak. You know, the tongue said, I, I love you. But the next day, man, I can't stand you. Well, what happened? Well, he said, Tony said, I'm just only saying what you wanted me to say. You're giving me the power. You know how we love each other so much sometimes? I love you, honey. I can't live without you. Then all of a sudden, you live without 
They can change you by you getting upset with them. <laughs> but only the Spirit of God can change the spirit of in a human being. Your spirit, your Holy Ghost power, exceeding power, to live above all circumstances and all situations dwell in your spirit. You can live above your problem. But until you speak in the word to live about your problem, you talk your problem too much. You speak the you you speak the problem and not the answer. What is the answer? 
God promised. What did God promise to do about the problem? He said, cast all your what? Upon yeah. Do you really cast them all? Some of you think you can keep because you can handle that one, right? You only pick and choose what you're going to give him. You ever done that? I just like when you lose your keys or something and, uh, and you pray, God, where did I put my keys? <laughs> and the minute you ask God, you know how you start looking for them. And just looking for them. You know what God is saying? <laughs> you all need to talk tell me Jesus where I to put my keys I know you know everything God where I, God said you know I know everything why are you living under the bed <laughs> well, no. twice living under the bed twice you go back in the same spot for your feeling. So I got a feeling that I, I take my keys in. You go there and the key's not there, right? Then your feeling come again. The devil is, the devil is a watch this. Watch this. I'm going to tell him the key's over there. Watch. You go running over there. The key's not there. The devil's a, oh, we got one more trick. Let's make a fool out of him. So he asked God to show him. But I'm going to show him how much he trusted God to show him. Tell him the keys he left me in the ignition in the car. <laughs> I'm hitting home it always. <laughs> and you go back out to the car, run into the car. Yeah, that's where I left. You agree with that line, devil? Yeah, I left him in the car. Go over the car. Key's not there. And you know, I've been there. I said, you know what? I'm just tired of the devil making a fool out of me. That's why he was doing it. He was laughing. And God said, if you ask me, then you go to bed and go to sleep. If you believe what you asked. If you really believe that I know where your keys are, because you know I know everything, but can you trust me? You're not trusting me. He said, relax. If I'm going to show you, I'll show you. I did the couple of several times. You know, God waited three weeks before he showed me where them keys were. That's when I forgot, I stopped looking. And when it got another set, me. <laughs> Then I walked one day. I said, I looked in this place several times. I didn't see the keys. So I learned my lesson. So when I misplaced anything and asked God, hmm, I remember from the last time. Ain't no point me looking if I asked him. God, I know what he's going to do. He's going to wait until his time when he want to show me. When I finished frustrating myself. That's how the Holy Spirit works. When we ask God for something, immediately the Holy Spirit starts to working on what we ask God for. But when we start looking for the situation, trying to handle the problem ourselves, guess what he does? Oh, you're bigger than God. You're greater than God. So you're so great you solve your own problem. You handle your business yourself since you're so great. You, 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 you handle it. Why, why are you asking me? Why are you troubling me and my angels up here and we having a good time and you calling on me and I promise to help you and fulfill your need. But when you get my attention, what do you do? You start whining and bellyaching and complaining. I don't know why we ask God for things that we complain about later, do you? Because God doesn't move Next minute, you feel you got to go back and let him know, wake up, Jesus. 
I'm telling you all the things that I experienced. You know, you get into the spirit, get high in the spirit, you figure that was a good time to ask God. No, it's not. Because you just fall by your what? Your emotion. Okay. Now, the power to enforce the victory that was won at the cross dwells in your spirit. Do you believe that? Yeah. Well, do you believe that? You know, and then your Bible, thank you, second, is the first Corinthians 6 19. Said, No, you're not at your body as the temple of who? The Holy Ghost. Right? And He dwells in you, which is of God, and you're not of your own. That's what that's in your Bible. And also in your Bible, no, you're not that your body is the temple of the Spirit of God. God dwell, dwell. That means He lives in you. He made His home in us. And God is all God, all powerful and all knowing. He lives in us. But He operated through us through the power of the Holy Ghost. But He dwells in us. That always did my thinking to see that God, what are we not experiencing? What is in us? Why do we live such defeated life when we got God the power? dwelling in us, God the Son dwelling in us, all the name of Jesus and his power dwelling in us, and we have, get, get, or have been given legal right to use that name in the name of Jesus, and that name is above everything else. Why do we allow the devil to come in and take us to our lowest defeat? Take us to places that we do not want to go in our flesh, make us feel bad. But all the time, my God, you have the weapon that you need. You have everything that you need. You will never get another weapon to do anything because every weapon that we need, we have. Then the Bible says, in him, in Jesus Christ, dwell all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and in him, we are in him. He said, in him, we move, we live, we have our existence. He said, in him, you are complete. And they the next verse said, he is the head of all principality and power. Well, if I'm in him, and I am complete, and he is the head of all principality and power, that make us the head of all principality and power, because we are in him. All that they're missing is you speaking it out of your mind. You speak the problem only more than you speak the answer. You talk the problem. You think the problem more than you think about what God has done and who we are in Christ Jesus. Oh, my God. That's why he said death and life are in the pop of your tongue. Whatever you want, your tongue can speak it and from your divine power that is dwelling in us. Oh, the power of the tongue comes from the power of the flesh or the power of the spirit, which is the supernatural spirit. Defeat and victory power are determined by the power that dwells in your flesh and in your spirit. It is. We are in control of your own life, your own destiny. It's in your hands, straight between your teeth, your mouth. What you gonna speak out of your mouth? You determine where you wanna go. The power has already given us everything that we need. 
When he said it is finished, God said, I'm not coming back down here to go to the cross and teach you how to defeat again. It's done. It's done. Everything that you need, everything that you will ever need, please, please, set in your mind. It's in this Bible and all the power that you would ever need to see this manifest in every promise that God made. He said, all my promises in God are yea and amen, so be it. Now how do we get this from? Open your mouth and speak the promise with the now that exceeding power, that awesome power to go out the Holy Ghost power and to perform just like it did when it created the universe. Then speak the word. Yes. So I, it, I don't care if you just yeah. read it. Yeah. Read it out loud. You don't have to be knowing all the verses by heart. Read it. Yeah. I'm reading God. You said my God shall supply all of my needs according to the riches in God and through Christ Jesus. And then you're releasing that. You're yeah. releasing that. Yeah. You're reading it. You're saying yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. Glory. 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 Just keep it up. He didn't say fake it. Speak it. So let the weak say that I'm. He didn't say, huh? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what, baby? <laughs> what are you humming, sister? that choice. 